Hi everyone, this is Don King welcoming you again to another episode of Outspoken. Um, today in studios, I've got my son, Lyndon, or Alex, who is a law student here in Toronto. And we will be discussing the topic on the unrest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, due to the shooting of a black American male by an American white police officer, and also the shooting of two Americans by a 17-year-old white American. Um, again, I've got Lyndon, my son in the studios here with me, and I made reference to the man who was shot by a black American male. And the reason for that, um, to me, it is a little bit of a stereotyping when we use the word African-American. I endorse my African heritage. I endorse my African roots. We are all Africans. But when you use that word um, African-American, to me, it sends a negative connotation. And we'll be touching on that today as we go along. Lyndon, welcome to the studios. Glad to be here again. Good. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time out to be here. Now, what is your, your take on the situation? I know it um, happened a few weeks ago, but what's your situation? What's your thoughts on that situation? You know, with this situation that we see, um, especially throughout the two year 2020, something that has been you know, like, um, so the straight out of a nightmare, you know, something that we, an, a nightmare that simply cannot end um, and doesn't show any signs of ending anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we, we, we look back at, we, we look back at what happened even times with, um, was the gentleman that was beaten by the cops many years ago on, on film and we, we thought that was that Rodney King you were referring King, to? Yes, okay. Rodney King, yeah. we were even looking at that. California, yeah. And okay. we, 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 it ties so, it ties in with what's going on today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so many years ago, but still, still we see that there's no progress whatsoever. Yeah. It's done, you know. Um, there's been a saying that says that um, we must learn history or else or we're bound to repeat it. And, mm-hmm. you know, simply it seems as if like it's a lesson. Um, not necessarily towards black people to be learned. Um, I don't know what the lesson could be at this point, whether it's be black people to simply bend the knee and to, you know, people are telling them, we see see people on on the media telling people, oh, just comply or listen, or if he Mm -hmm. had put his hands up for you and listened to the police officers. Mm -hmm. And so many times we see see black men and women complying. And it's the same result. You know, there's no, it's simply as if, there's nothing that can they can do. Um, there was this video that I actually saw as a, a bit of a comedy, uh, a, com- a comedic um, point of view of the daily life of a black man in in the life of in the day of America, where we see no matter what he does. So he was pulled over by the police officers, but um, he told him that yes, he is a licensed firearm, and he was shot. He t- he didn't tell him he was shot. He complied yeah. with what the police officers. Did, and you know they asked for his license registration he went yeah. to reach for it and he was still shot okay. so it's kind of like in the same situation no matter what we do as bad people you know we still tend to never be on the right side never of catch the law. 22 
Exactly. Okay. Um, just going back onto what you were saying and mentioning of the daily events that have been happening, the, the the recent events that have been taking place in the media in terms of, you know, um, police brutality, mm-hmm. uh, where I would label it under. You know, I don't think police brutality at this point in time, I believe, is something um, along the, the lines of being too... Silence? Not, not even silence, but just something that is not as severe. You know, yeah. this is this is simply state terrorism. Oh, okay, know? okay. I would go as far as calling this state terrorism because as we can see on a major scale, this is not only happening in just one area, mm-hmm. but we see it's taking place in different states. And, you know, there seems to be nothing being done yeah. in terms of trying to right any wrongs. And even if there is anything being done, we see not only the being attacked by officials, mm-hmm. um, those put those put into place with the, the with the intentions or what they say is their motto to protect and serve. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see um, law uh, officials and those who are put in who we vote who were voted into power to mm-hmm. protect those and to uphold the constitution. Um, mm-hmm. and the amendments mm-hmm. set by the forefathers, you know, to govern mm-hmm. all men. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see that them, even at this time, they are, they, are, they are silent, you know, and they are rallying behind those who are in fear in order for them to retain their seats and their power. Yeah. And, you know, even going as far as we can see, we, we look at the, 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 the president. Mm-hmm. And when we look at the president, we have to really think, does, does he, does he, you know, is his alignment with with is it for is it for, for for everyone black white yellow it doesn't really matter but yeah yeah and it seems as if you know there is a major scrutiny and bias within the um the political, political system, system. Yep. Okay. Political system right now okay. and you know unfortunately we see somewhat something similar to jim crow era mm-hmm. happening all over again or something being reawoken and you know it's becoming something so brazen on the ends of the policing where we see it's like if they do anything you know this precedent sent this this precedent has been you know mandated and put into place and we see it being referred to many times if we look at Brianna Brianna Taylor and you know, there's still no justice for her oh, right after we see they were shot in her like home. right how something yeah. simple as something simple mm-hmm. I think in my Point of view, I believe it's black and white. How can how can you shoot a woman in mm-hmm. her own home, mm-hmm. prove innocent, and there's still no justice? Mm-hmm. And you know something that is a slap in the face is that apparently the man who was the original um, man who was uh, wanted for the, um, the the drug affiliation, yeah, um, they tried to have. They tried to convince him to paint Brianna Taylor as an accomplice. Okay. In, okay. In, in order yeah. for them to justify to justify the, the, the shooting Brianna Taylor. Okay. Right. And we, we see so many times that you know it's 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 like policing has been used as it's not the first time it's been used as a oppressive f- show of force in order to silence and to oppress yeah. black people, yeah. especially know? those in areas of. Uh, of impoverishment, yeah. um, crimes, um, violence yeah. caused by 
oppressive states okay. uh, yep. or oppression in general, yep. whether it be through financial f- financial oppression, we see through civil oppression, we see through um, um, states, uh, so, um, you know, jurisdictional oppression when like people are unable to leave certain areas mm-hmm. or even sell their homes. It, you know, it's something that has been embedded within the, the genetic coding of the American Mm-hmm. Uh, the American body, the American gene. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's very DNA. It, it flows with the blood of, of, you know, black, mm-hmm. um, which we call, as you stated before, black Americans. You know, mm-hmm. African Americans. Mm-hmm. And um, t- just to touch briefly on that, I don't mean to jump the gun in a sense, but when mm-hmm. you, I, I liked how you stated that um, African Americans and has a a negative connotation towards it. Mm-hmm. Some people take it so lightly, mm-hmm. but we think about it. We never look at a, a Caucasian and say, "Oh, a European, a white, American, a European American." That's true. Or an that Italian, or an yep. Italian American. Why is it that yep. one one continent has to be? Yeah, you know, it has to be mentioned or labeled yeah, it and tethered yeah. to it in a sense. Yeah, and, um, and you know, it's a, it's, it, it's, and people tend to take it so lightly. Say, "Oh no, it doesn't have yeah. any meaning for it." But if you think. Think again on what I just said a while ago. You never see somebody called a European American. Yeah, no, never have. Or never have. American, that is Japanese correct. American. So that's why I said that to me, it's a negative connotation, and in a sense, it, it to me, it, it is um, it, it, it is said in to me in an oppressive way to tell you that you're not belong. You're not belonging here. Um, so I'm gonna label you the way I see you. In, in a sense. Um, when I made mention of that, and you also made mention of the fact that um, people are being oppressed by whatever means, uh, maybe it be by the police officers. Um, do you believe that, um, to me, it, it, it appears as if men and women, especially white men, they join the police force because they have um, ulterior motives. And the only way for them to carry out those ulterior motives is to get behind um, the law, so to speak, with the law in their hand, they believe that yes, now I can do whatever I wanted to do. So now here comes um, the, the the you know the racist lifestyle or, or behavior. It comes out, and to them now they have the law to back them. As you rightly said, nothing is being done to raise the justice, and so to me it appears as if yes, that is um, some uh, of the intentions of the white males to go into the force to be a police officer because they have um, that embedded within within them, the racist, the racism, which is a disease. And unfortunately, the disease, um, the one who's carrying that disease is not the one that is, that is being affected by it. We are the ones that are being affected by it. And so I strongly believe that, yes, as you said, the, the government, what are they doing? You know, and, and, and history, you said, history you um, will repeat itself if this if this cycle is not broken. And this brings me back to, I made mention of it before, the Haitian Revolution, 1791 to 1804. That was a message sent that all lives, you know, matter. Every single one of us, it doesn't matter what your color is, you're black, you're white, you're green, you're yellow, whatever. You know, the same blood run through the veins and the Asian revolution sent that message that, you know what, this is where it stops. And we have to to be radical in fighting um, this because that war is already fought and we have won, we have been victorious. But it's coming, it's 
putting us right back to the same place. And we as black people, I believe that we have to tell ourselves that, you know what, we have to join hands, you know, as brothers and sisters. We're not asking anyone to go there with guns and knives and, you know, start a riot or no. That war is already fought. That war is already won. So now we have to send the message that, you know what, we understand what that fight was all about. The Haitian Revolution, we have that to hold on to, to say that, you know, things can change. Things can be better. Our forefathers, they did not fight in vain. Their fight brought us to where we are today. But now we are still reliving that. Um, it, it is a slavery has been abolished, but we are still, you know, within that slavish mentality. We are still oppressed. We are being um, depressed by the system. You know, it, 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 is, it is something for us to do and to and to work on, to act upon. All lives matter. Black lives matter. It doesn't matter who you are. You know, I would I would challenge you on your um, your your opinion on whether slavery has been abolished, mm-hmm. because I I strongly believe that slavery has not been abolished. But the use of chains and shackles mm-hmm. and whips. Um, they, they are no longer the tools um, used by our oppressors anymore. But we see oppression through financial ability. Mm-hmm. So oh, your, 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 your finances, mm-hmm. the jobs you're able to get, mm-hmm. education. And a big thing is the, um, the justice system. Mm-hmm. You know, we see modern day slavery acted throughout those institutions um, on the day-to-day basis you know uh, whether it be applying for a new home mm-hmm. it's easy for you to, it's easy for you to apply to yourself in debt you know um, but when you want to apply to like let's say applying for a car loan mm-hmm. in comparison to applying for a loan to start a business mm-hmm. you know it's very hard and uh, difficult challenging difficult. For, for especially for for yes I understand because I'm in the financing industry and yes it, it, it is true I have seen that and I I and you know I have, sometimes when I've got my my customers in front of me you know I give them a one-on-one counseling so you know what I'm trying to give you a push start hoping that you do not come back to this place that you're that you're at in terms of um your 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 your, your credit I know I often tell them that we have got two things going for us our credit and our health and you know we have to take care of the of them you know unfortunately i here in canada i do not see a bank that is ready and willing to help um a black person like a person who's struggling um but i've seen other um, bank other people from other walks of life you can come sometimes just in the country for maybe six months and they can apply to whatever bank and the loan is like it's there but it's sad um that you know that's where we are. So we have, and, 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 and it is said, it is said that if all the black businesses and all those that are, have got wealth should, could pull their resources yeah, as a black um, nation, the black you know, it, 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 the, the, the countries would be making that application um, to, to have financial uh, um, assistance. From us, but we we do not have, or we don't know the seriousness of 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 um of you know um coming together as one. 
I said before, chain is as strong as its weakest link. And for some reason, we're at that place that we, to me, we do not even care if our brothers make it as long as we make it. And not until it hits home. That's what it is, you know? Yeah, it's just crabs in a barrel mentality. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of issues that we as black people and as a, as a community as a whole we need to address and that we have to understand that we are only we're only as strong as our unity is you know and again going back to what you're saying we're only as strong as our weakest link and you know in order for it to be unity um, um and to have oneness and to have any sort of type of change or success or show of force mm-hmm. is you know to be united under under one front mm-hmm. you know as brothers and sisters no matter what we have to mm-hmm. show that you know we do have unity because when they're in one accord you know there's mm-hmm. nothing that we cannot do mm-hmm. you know one one simple drop of rain may not fill the ocean mm-hmm. but it's many drops mm-hmm. that create the ocean itself yeah. right and when we think about that and we apply that to whatever we do in life you know it makes us uh a force to be reckoned reckon with, that you is know, correct. and just correct. going back to what we were speaking about on in terms of, you know, the unrest, the, the, yep. the civil unrest, yep. uh, the civil war which we find ourselves, the modern day civil war which we find out which we find ourselves fighting mm-hmm. today. Um, you know, it's caused somewhat a, a desensitization which mm-hmm. is not normal. You know, simply seeing the death of a human being with a life, a human being lose their life <laughs> on social media yeah. should not be something to take as uh, business as usual. That is correct. You know what I mean? To be having and, a video taken, you know, yeah, we are, yeah, we are, I made mention we are so cold, man. It's cold-heartedness. Yeah, and, and that, the thing is that it makes, us, it makes us value life less. Yeah. And we don't... And it, it's it's something similar to, I believe that uh, uh, as black people, we have this post-traumatic stress disorder that, or this, the, the, these, these war-like mm-hmm. symptoms which we find ourselves suffering from mm-hmm. undiagnosed because, mm-hmm. again, there's such a lack of trust mm-hmm. within the, uh, the black community towards those who are put in front of us and will be health officials, mm-hmm. police officials, because if you look back to the state, Mm-hmm. Uh, we look at the Tuskegee uh, experiment, you know, and I don't blame black people for not trusting mm-hmm. not only uh, medical institutions, but, mm-hmm. you know, the government as well. Yeah. And when we have, when, when, and now in a state like this and those who are put in front of us, who we've into office to protect us and stand for our rights, then they even fail us. Who else can we turn to? That is correct. That you is know, correct. The trust factor that goes through the window. You're so right. You know, even making mention of um, you made mention of the the um, the situation with the with the with the unrest. That um, you know, the old motto and and this is the objective of a police force. Doesn't matter where, it, here in this in Canada, in the states, in England, in Jamaica, um, over Europe, um, in the Caribbean, wherever it's at, you know. It is to the model of the police organization is to serve and protect. And when I looked at there was a um, footage um, by the I think Washington Post. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with police officers caught on camera, caught on video, in the middle of the unrest, with their um, phone, cell phones, 
taking pictures, doing videos of the riot that was going on. But then a statement was made by the head of the of the police department that um, the reason why the police officers were not deployed to to um, you know to address the the unrest before it escalated is because of the fact that they they were they were concerned for their safety. No, here you are as a body right with the mandate to serve and to protect and you're speaking of um talking about um the safety of your of your um officers the safety of your body not being deployed to address so who will protect the people that 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 you are mandated to protect and you're in the middle caught in the middle of that incident with your camera so then you your safety did not matter at that point because there you are you know at your own leisure taking pictures and videos but to do the job that you're being paid to do and you're being deployed to do that was not a concern of yours or that to you it would have put your life in jeopardy when a, when a, a, um, a member of the armed forces signed up for that duty it doesn't matter where they're being deployed that is their duty it doesn't matter they know that they may not even come back but they're going because that is the mandate and that is what they stand up for as a police officer that is what your mandate should be i, I i've got a question though because i i, I believe um, that that this is um one of the situations where we are at this place at this time um when it comes to uh white man i'm not gonna say officer or whatever it is or a black man you know um crossing path you know being in this at the same place at the same time do you believe that there's some kind of a grudge being held why um we are seeing these things happening why 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 your, your black brothers are are are, are being murdered they're they're being uh, um you know in a sense you know we, we are being eradicated A grudge on whose end? Um, from the from the end of um, okay, so the, uh, the the white man looking at a black man, is it um they're sending a message that you know what um, you should not be who you are, you should not be where you are. So you know what, I'm gonna use this as take this as an opportunity to to prevent you from 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 uh, uh, uh from moving forward, or you know what, to eradicate uh, um your 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 um. You're, um, you're, 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 you're over black men, and, 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 and that's, that's their mandate. Do you believe that? I just believe it's, um, all stems from a, a, a sense of insecurity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, um, the, the threat of becoming the quote unquote other. Because if you were to view your other, if you were to view your, someone else who is um who looks different as your equal mm-hmm. there shouldn't be any real fear of you want of you switching positions with that person mm-hmm. because you already had an equal yeah right so the very fact that you know there is um a hesitance or uh 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 of show of difference between mm-hmm. two classes quote-unquote mm-hmm. and you notice that there is um, somewhat of a struggle or resistance when it comes to oh no, there's um, 
in speak on speaking on equality mm-hmm. and the differences, but they say no, there is equality. But if you were to ask the same question, who would want to switch positions with a black man? Mm-hmm. And the room gets very silent. Mm-hmm. You know, it shows you that there is in fact an inequality present, a very real inequality present that nobody wants to admit mm-hmm. because they know it opens up a can of worms that nobody really wants to get, or it, it compromises their own place within their own, their own. Oh, that's the organization or, or, where, or wherever exactly. they, they belong. Oh, yeah, right. that is so true. That is so true. You, you know what? I look at um, America, beautiful country. It is um, a country where, you know, dreams become reality. Canada is the very same. Um, at one point in time, England, was at the place was sovereign country, you know. Um, England was was the place to be. Prior to England, Rome, and Rome was, you know, the the empire of Rome was in in that governing body for years, for century. Yet, Rome was destroyed, and did not take a foreign body, or a foreign nation, or someone from the outside, to destroy Rome. Rome was destroyed from within. Mm-hmm. America, I believe you're at that place. Mm-hmm. And history is about to be repeated. Things have to be changed. If the President of the United States and the governing bodies cannot make those changes, then the change will happen. Whether or not you like it, it's inevitable. That is correct. And America, all I can say, please do not be the next Rome. Rome was destroyed from within. America, wake up. One thing we all should understand as human beings, it doesn't matter how much you hate another person and you believe that, you know what, I'm going to get rid of you by taking that person's life. That is not a punishment. Because that's a path each and every one of us will have to take. It is an appointment for everyone to take that path. So if you kill me today, tomorrow may be your day. And if you believe that you can silence me by taking my life, I'm yet to see the person who lives forever. Doesn't happen. So as human beings, we have to understand this, that each and every one of us have the same path. In one of my books, I wrote, from the cradle to the grave. There's no in-between. Each and every day we draw nearer and nearer to that grave. And we are playing God. We believe that, yes, in order for for, for us to to forget about you we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make sure that you're being silenced and when we silence you others may be fearful because I'm gonna make sure that you know I'm taking care of you in terms of taking your life your day is also coming so this is a lesson to each and every one that we live day by day and the air in our nostrils can be snuffed out like this at any moment it doesn't take a bullet it doesn't take a knife it can be snuffed out like this it can be an accident it can be whatever 
So we have to be fearful and be cheerful of the things that we do because we all have the path, the same path from the cradle to the grave. Anything you've got to say? Um, you you covered you covered it on this topic, but on our next topics, we'll definitely touch a little bit more into this this because you know it's simply not one thing that it's mm-hmm. not one topic that we can cover solely on. Yep, just one episode, and within thirty minutes. So I definitely believe that going forward, there'll be much more that we'll delve into. Mm-hmm. But for right now, things are good. We're at a good spot where we're talking about. Thank you. Alex, I want to thank you once again for, you know, it's a pleasure being here. Being here. And as you rightly said, that there'll be many more um, topics to be discussed. And to you, our listeners, our faithful listeners, we thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be, you know, listening to our podcast. Again, this is Don King, just reminding you to be safe as usual during this pandemic. And it's not over. So be safe. Please observe social distancing. Send me, um, you know, your comments at or my email, kinglindon4 at gmail.com. You can also send me a tweet on Twitter, Kana Jamaica, and just stay tuned for our next and an upcoming um, podcast. Once again, thank you so much and God bless. <laughs>